Greetings, Earthlings! Nice. I think I finally got it, like, uh, nice and mixed well. Welcome back to Rose Ceremony. Do you have your mouse on? The only podcast that steals your soul. Hello! Welcome to Rose Ceremony. Small bean. The only podcast that steals your soul. We're the only podcast that uh, talks about The Bachelor. We're going to talk about how The Bachelor is uh, ABC, FBI, CIA, DEA. You see what I'm saying there? Yeah. Alphabeticals. KGB. Uh, uh, what's the, the MI6? Is that the British one? SI There's MI6. Dude, we got the Stasi. We actually do have like a real American Stasi, but they're like... I can't even explain this because I'm already too drunk. But all right, don't uh, feel pressure too. Hello. <laughs> Stop saying hello. I don't God. like this bit. I'm just trying to. Uh, I'm just trying to take us back to a time uh, not so long ago when Kit was uh, a child. Not so long ago. I don't want to actually visit any of these people when they were children. I'm not trying to. Vi- I'm just trying to make a point about how she's very young. All right, welcome to Jeff's the trying ceremony. to visit a child. I'm not trying to visit any children. <laughs> you you fucking said it, dude. Visit a time. A time then. Jeff's building gonna, a time machine to do away. pedophilia. We're gonna stay far away from uh, uh, everybody that was on The Bachelor. In fact, we're gonna stay far away from everybody if I build a time machine. This was quite the episode of uh, The Bachelor. A lot of people... Uh, oh, this show's called The Bachelor? I, I almost forgot. <laughs> yeah, so the um, Chris Harrison must have cast a spell wrong, because shit went awry. Shit did go awry. Did you notice how Chris Harrison was not in this episode very much? He sure wasn't. He didn't want his face to do with any of this shit. He said, oh my god, I thought chaos magic meant something else when I built my character this round. Or could it have something to do with the... With Wild the, magic shit, sorry. With the Chris Harrison news. Well, I mean, no. this was filmed months ago. Yeah, but they could have recut it. That's what I'm. That's what I'm thinking. I, I'm thinking too. Maybe they edited him out a little bit. Maybe, and maybe that's why the the stupid date is so extra long of them just sitting on the couch. Yeah, and maybe yeah. that's also why, like, maybe has two conversations only with Matt that are, and they both feel kind of pointless, right? Mm. Wait, hold on, guys. Check this out. Bachelor news. Stepping down from The Bachelor for a little bit. For a little bit. Temporary. After going, I don't see what the big deal was uh, after Bachelor contestant Rachel, who Matt, I think he's going to marry her, um, It was seen in an antebellum style uh, wedding ball thing. Uh, Southern Bell Gala. Plantation themed. Yes, there we go. So it was <laughs> a Southern Bell Gala. Racism themed. They're so cosplaying could, uh, plantation owners. Yeah, so you can easily just sum this up as she's pro antebellum. She's pro Jim Crow, which is very weird. Yeah. It's like, either that or she doesn't know, which no, is like. You can't. You're not allowed to live in Georgia that. and not know. Especially given the circumstances of what? the MAGA and Q. Well, well these these Southern Bell uh, Gala things, the antebellum be- balls, have like, 
I don't know. They've been around at these colleges for a long time, but years ago, like, a bunch of these colleges in the South, like, cut ties with it. Yeah. Because they were like, oh, wait a second. Oh, wait a second. These are a little racist. This oh. is racist. Oh, we can't do overt racism. Yeah, but oh, there are still some overt, schools. Too. First we can't do covert, now we yeah. can't do overt. <laughs> and, uh, oh, you just dropped your phone. Me? Me? It looks okay. I cracked my screen today. Changed my phone case because my phone case is breaking. And I was like, you know what? It'll be fine. I dropped it at work. Just a little bit in the corner. It's okay, though. Hmm. About to change my phone case again. It's so funny. Hmm. I literally just took it out of the phone case while we were watching The Bachelor. Because I was like, I'm just sitting on the couch. And then I'm just going to be sitting upstairs at my desk. Why would you ever take it out of the case? I don't understand. Sometimes I want to remember what my phone feels like. You know, know. you got to take your titties out the bra. You got to take the phone out the case. Take the balls out the hat. You got a little hat down there, right? Everybody knows? Mm -hmm. Shaped like your balls. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's got a little V band that goes around your your thighs and ass. My little hat has a uh, plume, like a like a Roman soldier, like a Robin Hood. That's pretty no, sick, like dude. Like a Roman soldier, you know. Uh, I got a oh, peacock feather. What's that I'm called? It's called peacock. like a it's called a plume. They oh no, they called it a comb on That's that true. one guy's YouTube channel. On that <laughs> weird uh, on that weird dude who talks about weapons nazi who talks about medieval stuff i won't say he's a nazi yet but he may be i think he's a nazi i he seems fine but he does seem to know a lot of shit about um like german and nordic uh i just i just don't like weaponry anymore yeah everybody's racist until proving innocent playing a lot of warhammer and just and like uh like developing like friendships with uh dudes that i thought were not nazis just really into like oh they just know a lot about warhammer and where all these references are to and then i was like oh after i got you know got let down too many times too many of those dudes yeah too many people were like adolf hitler reminds me of the main emperor of god for some reason yeah or they're like or i'm like oh you mean that's an that's an iron cross and not like not like a cool uh, black templars thing oh you chose them because you like the iron the Mm. iron crosses on everything oh there's a girl I went to college with that um, we all were like, she could be cool, and she could just be an artist, or she could be a Nazi. And then we realized she was a Nazi when she added us all on Facebook, and all of her posts, like, we're talking about Hitler. And they were like... Pretty crazy. I was like, well, maybe she's just talking, because maybe she she's like, she researches, like, the Holocaust a lot or something. Maybe she's doing a bit. I no, not a bit, but maybe she's just like interested and she researches it. No, she was like spelling him like when referring to Hitler as him, she would capitalize the H like you would God <laughs> in the Bible. That's not good. Weird. And we were like, oh, she's racist. She's super racist. You still friends with her on Facebook? No, she has made literally like six different profiles, and she always tries to add me with her different profiles. Well, next time. Click accept. Yeah. Let's I bet see what's she's going uh, on now. We can, do a, we can do a racism watch. Yeah, I don't maybe. know. We can just add segments wherever we want. It's yeah. pretty fun. Racism I watch. I don't know. We can just go townies. We can just go on our local. Yeah, okay, local we report. actually can't do this. Okay. We can't do this. I'm sorry. I don't know why <laughs> she keeps adding me as if like I'm down to clown with the racist shit. Well, 
She's looking at your skin tone. She's going, yeah. we're from the same area. I think mm. this will work. She Okay, but she did, she did add my old roommate on Facebook, too, who is non-white. We, uh, I don't know what, I just don't know what her game is. I don't get it. Well, maybe she's really advanced Nazi and she's like, well, you know, political whiteness, the theory of whiteness doesn't really pertain to your skin, more of uh, an ideology and that. As long as you present and vote as a white. Yeah. You, and adopt you don't, yeah. The, the cultural stylings of a white patriot, then you're fine until the race war. Yeah, wait, we gotta talk about, we we started the plantation ball talk, and we yeah, got really dropped it off. I really got really involved in Oh, yeah, Chris yeah. Harrison. Well, no, okay, so no, no we it. just meandered. We're back. Chris uh, Harrison's, uh, he's stepping down, but, you know, this ep- this season's pre-filmed. So, wait, what in, so we started talking about Rachel, but what is the mm-hmm. relation, for me, what is the relation between her do, going to this thing and Chris... Again. You want me to throw it down? In that shit, DJ so, Lins. So Rachel Kirkconnell on this season, you know, so she Awful went. She went to this. Yeah, yeah well. she's from Cumming, Georgia, uh, Forsyth <laughs> County, a sundown county. A uh, population uh, like four thousand. I um I think a lot of people have come to her defense to say you know she's young maybe she doesn't know but I'm gonna say you're not allowed to live in a sundown county like the famous sundown county in America like one of the hearts of like racism and plantations in the U.S. and not know about racism right unless she's just like what do you mean that white supremacy isn't the default like you what do you mean I'm not supposed to literally be like so um Matt my calipers say we're a perfect match. I measured your brain pan when you were asleep. No, no, no. I performed a little phrenology scan of your head. Um, so, uh, Rachel, because she's still in the show and she's under contract, she's technically not allowed to, like, literally speak. Like, she's not allowed to post on Instagram unless it's an approved topic by ABC. Mm-hmm. And uh, so they've basically said, you can't say anything. And the rumors have, I mean, the rumors have been swirling since week one of the season. We've been talking about yeah. it since then. Yeah, we've been on the Rachel Racist walk, uh, watch. watch. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I, I, what I'm getting the gist of is, like, there was just a lot of pressure put on ABC and maybe even her family put pressure on Chris to, like, say something for her or, like, give us, like, literally any insight. So he went on to Extra, which is, you, you guys probably heard of it, right? It was, like, Entertainment yeah. Tonight or, yeah, like, yes. it's a celebrity buzz show this this was mentioned in the article i read yeah so rachel Lindsay, previous bachelorette first black bachelorette is a like correspondent on that show okay and so she interviewed chris on the show and she was just like trying to explain like why it was fucked up and like why the fans like want rachel to like speak up about it and Chris kind of just like defends her and is like is this a bad look for like 2018 or is this a bad look for 2020 trying to say like two years ago I guess three years ago now it was a different time and we didn't know what racism was (laughs) he's like hey listen you know like the standards were lower you could be more publicly racist then yeah um (laughs) how was I what you expected her to know the history of the place she was born and lived in for 20 years Chris has been uh, delicately tracking how just how racist he can be 
uh, every year, and he said, and he was just like, he, those like, were just his facts. Yeah, He's according like, I have empirical data that shows. According you know, to my this sheets, is a racism yeah. for 2018, not for 2020. So yeah, the first black bachelor, Leo, we defeated racism in 2018. We learned about it then, yeah. so we <laughs> defeated it the same year. Same way America does everything. First year, the statute of limitations on uh, Rachel's uh, racism is up because that was two years ago. Yeah, that's yeah. right. That's right. Oh, and then we got to 20, yeah. 2021 uh, PR, you know, first year post-racism. Yes. First year. We did it. Well, that's right. It's like when we elected Barack Obama and ended racism, but in the bachelor sense. So now everybody's pissed off at Chris Harrison, so he says he's going to temporarily step down from the show. Who knows what what temporary really means? I here's my here's my guess. It's going to be he's going to come off the show for maybe a season or two and then write a no tap apology basically more a little more official than a no tap but abc will release something about how he has learned to be a better ally and to learn from his uh, mistakes and and that he's ready to come back to the show to co-host maybe with another host he's about to update his goodreads with like ibram xnd angela davis uh, some Malcolm X. Yeah. There's all sorts of things to make you really be like, oh, wow, he's like, oh, wow, he's wow. really doing it. Wow, he's, wow, this book's about, oh my God, is that intercultural practice? <laughs> is oh, that no, white fragility? Oh my God, is that critical race theory? <laughs> no, oh, that one's also yeah. smudge. Sure. Oh, shit, no, that <laughs> one's actually smudge. about uh, how apartheid was good. Oops. Yeah. So I think he'll either come back and say, I've learned my lesson and I'd like to come back and co host with somebody, or. He will take a break from The Bachelor and realize life is just better not being under scrutiny and not being called out for your racist shit. And then he'll just be like, yeah, I'm just going to like turn the reins over to somebody else. You just retire. Yeah, it's just retire. Retire in disgrace. Done, like, yeah. every single season of it, right? So, yeah, he's, think... he's been here since 2002. It's oh. been almost 20 years. I think he will step away for one season. He will come back, say, I'm a new man. I've learned so much. <laughs> I'm I a new Chris. Classes. I hung out with all these people. You know, I did not travel. I'm woke now. I understand that traveling would have spread the coronavirus, and that's not <laughs> good. <laughs> and he will come back with a pay raise. Yes. Mm. There might even be raise. a second person involved, but I think he'll end up making more money, and they'll make him a hero. So if they st- if he steps away for at least one season, who will be the host then? That's a computer ringing. Who's gonna answer it? My guess. Hello. 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 Oh, that's, um... Ashley I Kennedy. Ken Jennings. Ken Jennings. Okay, Ken Jennings. Well, I'm. I'll throw out my my realistic guesses, and then I'll throw out my my wants and desires. Okay. <laughs> so I think realistically, it could be. Um. Yeah. Ash- Ashley Ayakinetti. She's been like, they just been um trying to force her on the fan base for a long time as mm. being a host, specifically. So she I could see. Lady? No, she came oh, on I'm the date where they. Island. Yeah, they. She came on the date where they like read the erotic stuff. That's right. Yeah. All right. Yeah, her or um. I mean, a lot of people online are like Rachel Lindsay, but also I did see a Twitter account. And I can't remember which Twitter account it was, but they made a good point of saying like, why would Rachel Lindsay basically want to be 
be a part of like a community that is like actively racist yeah like it's probably not a great idea to replace like this racist white man with the lady that that she kind of that he kind of like is i don't know what the right word is and if okay but and also if she if they extend the offer to be like look we're removing we're sorry chris said that to you we're removing him from the show for a season would you like his job for a little bit like that Mm. is like such a weak like is is this how we fix it is this how we yeah yeah like is this make it better that's why i feel like abc's only move where they don't lose any status is they just say fuck you chris harrison stays he's better and you like him yeah, they they rehabilitate mm. him. They just say you Double fucking like him. Fuck you. We've brought back worst piece of shit in America. O.J. <laughs> Simpson has a TV show. You idiots. Yeah. Yeah. Casey Anthony might get a goddamn TV show. Are you kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> Those um, were my realistic guesses, but I um. Jack Sparrow. Yeah, funny funny Ketchum. guesses. <laughs> God, uh, bring on Jeff Probst from Survivor. We're gonna <laughs> Ellen. She's going to make a horizontal oh God, move. Ellen. Oh, my God. From daytime TV to nighttime TV. Ice Cube. Oh, my God, Colbert. Tyler Cameron. Oh, what if we got Jon Stewart out of retirement for this? That'd be sick. Hey, how's it going? Uh, this is The Bachelor. It's nice to see you tonight. Um, do you know how many Iraqis George Bush killed? I'm sorry. I thought this was the tonight show. Anyways, so the racial issue an official apology or anything? Yeah, so ABC originally I had heard ABC was allowing her to make a 100 word um post. Oh my fucking god. <laughs> <laughs> but then what I saw, maybe I'm bad at Remedy. <laughs> They're like you can use 24 characters or less to apologize your racism. No, but um, maybe I saw her post. Maybe I'm bad at counting words, but it seemed like more than a hundred. <laughs> she was like, "Oops, can't count. Fuck you." Yeah, no, and it was um, myself. it was like a thousand percent written by a PR person. This was not written by her. Yeah. It's like her. it's so she's using terms that are advanced. Um, apology, no tap apology words. Is that on Instagram? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. I'm gonna find it. Right when you pull that up, I'm gonna get a beverage. Two very boring minutes later. He got that juicy fucking. Wet ass apology. apology. What do they call that? What were they calling? Apology. What are they calling hot dogs for a little bit? Glizzies. Glizzy. You got that juicy glizzy throat. Alright. Here's Rachel Kirkcon's apology. While there have been rumors circulating, there have also been truths that have come to light that I need to address. I hear you and I'm here to say I was wrong. At one point I didn't recognize how offensive and racist my actions were, but that doesn't excuse them. My age or when it happened does not excuse anything. They are not acceptable or okay in any sense. I was ignorant, but my ignorance was racist. I am sorry to the communities and individuals that my actions harmed and offended. I am ashamed about my lack of education, but it is no one's responsibility to educate me. I am learning and will continue to learn how to be anti-racist because it's important to speak up in the moment and not after you're called out. If you are a person who doesn't understand the offense in question, I urge you to learn from my mistakes and encourage you to use them as a teachable moment. There's a lot more. There's like three more paragraphs. This is much more than 100. Yeah. Wow. yeah. She does not explain. She doesn't even... She doesn't explain like what it is she did that was wrong. No, absolutely Which not. is the first step. Yeah. Like... 
No, this is just platitudes. This was a uh, politician speak. This is written by a writer. Oh, this next paragraph's the best one. As for my family, I love them and how they raised me to be my own individual. They have always encouraged me to have my own views, opinions, and beliefs. That's it. That's the whole paragraph. My parents are MAGA right. and I'm MAGA. <laughs> oh, uh-oh. I see. I'm looking at this post and a couple of people I follow from PLU are liking it. <gasps> what? Does that surprise you? Some Lutes? Some Lutherans? Some Christians? No, it doesn't surprise me, but I'm... Who? Some who? college-educated folk just like her? Literally just nobody... Just some, uh, literally nobody, nobody I know. You know. Oh. As I was thinking about what I wanted to say, I couldn't help but think about how sick people must be of reading these kinds of statements. How a person didn't realize the trauma that their actions would inflict on other people. Which it, actions? Which actions? It wouldn't get must get or it must get so exhausting. I hope to, that's so sorry. It must get so exhausting. I was to put my energy toward preventing people from making the same offensive mistakes that I have made in the first place, and I hope I can prove that to you moving forward. I don't know what her parents do, but I have extensively looked into, like, what her family life is like, and they're very rich. Oh, sorry, there's one more paragraph. Okay, yeah, read it. Uh, else do you live in a place like that? Racial progress and unity are too impossible without white accountability, and I deserve to be held accountable for my actions. White accountability. That's the that's the term there that I heard. I was like, Rachel did not write this. White accountability? I will never grow unless I recognize what I have done is wrong. I don't think one apology means that I deserve your forgiveness, but rather I hope I can earn your forgiveness through my future actions. This is very... This is, in conclusion, this is very PR speak. Yes. I don't, like... If I had... Oh, I don't even have the mic. If I had to guess, I bet ABC fucking wrote it. But you said that they told her a hundred words. Are you telling me that that's also okay? I think yes. Sure. What Why doesn't not? doesn't well, it look yeah. great for ABC to be like a hundred words? And Rachel's like, no, my apology will be a thousand words. <laughs> and and then it's what actually if, written it's by like ABC. Yeah. <laughs> so what if they were like a hundred words, and then she wrote a thousand, and then we were like, actually, that's fine. We meant a thousand. It was a typo. It was a typo. We, we actually meant zero. We actually asked for a hundred thousand words, and you kind of <laughs> skimped on it. Yeah, we need a fucking. Novella. Um, I think that's it for Bachelor Nation news. Uh, I just want to say um, that Hannah Brown, our good friend Hannah Brown, not good friend, she also has Bachelor gone to these Southern Belle um, dances the as Bachelor well. Bachelor Nation's favorite. Yeah, people have a fucking, reason. have just a, a boner for her, and she's racist, y'all. She, she also, so another photo just popped up today of um an old photo of of hannah in like high school with a friend who was black and the caption says kkk kendra oh no oh no ow that's and, a racist of the week that's yeah racist, racist of, of the, the week, week. rachel's the racist well is chris harrison rachel or hannah brown the racist of the week which one vote all right uh, so yeah. you email slide into our dms uh, <laughs> leave a five star review on your preferred platform yeah <laughs> and you can also reach us at our Just email at uh rose ceremony uh, at bachelornation.com <laughs> yeah um yeah, I uh, we're gonna. I got other stuff I want to say about Hannah later when we get to. Well, I guess we could start. You want to get into the episode? Let's get into the episode. Yeah, let's do it. We're making good time. I think I'm out. Of, I'm out of Bachelor Nation news. I'm sure there's some other things that happen. I'm just forgetting. Uh, we got a cold open with a lot of crying. 
Yes. Uh, <clears throat> first things first, pick up right where we left off. Uh, Heather is yeah, intruding on Piper. Heather, who has just arrived, here we are, uh, a whole a whole last six weeks in, has just decided to show up because Hannah Brown told her to. It seems to be the extent of her reasoning. Yeah, she she well, because we know the real reason. Because the producers told her to. Because because Hannah and and Heather want a little a little limelight, you know. Yeah. They're yeah yeah. I mean it's it's pretty easy to to just tell the producers like, hey, wouldn't it be a great idea if like I sent my friend in on week seven? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I think. Uh... I mean, literally, it prob. I'll look at the data tomorrow. I follow multiple like accounts yeah. that follow the data, but I bet Heather got a boost in followers just for being on the episode for I'm like sure, one I'm episode. Sure. Um, I I I find two things fishy about this whole encounter. Uh, I get through them real quick. Let's Number hear one, it. I it is so it is such a big lie that they do not know each other. Come on, they have like they. It's bullshit. Yeah, it's a lie. Bullshit. They definitely met because he says like we shit we. He's, like, doing a thing where he's about to say something, and then he has to say something else because he's on camera, and he goes, we share a similar best friend. And I was like, okay. <laughs> I was, like, really deflecty. Anyway, I also think that they're trying in the the cut and the edit of the of all the scenes with her, uh, they referenced the Hannah thing, I feel like, I felt like a lot. And it was trying to, uh, I feel like they're trying to deflect the natural ire that they would get from the Bachelor Nation by introducing a woman six weeks in by saying this is a oh this is nation this is your favorite this is a hannah brown approved choice so i feel like they were like this will cover our ass did not I don't yeah think. no the girls were pissed no they had or you mean for the audience I mean the, for the audience of course the girls were pissed that well was as great. an audience member i didn't really appreciate it i thought it was pretty stupid it didn't make any sense and i think it wasted everyone's fucking time i feel like it wasted the first half hour of this episode because she just yeah. showed up and then the girls got mad and yelled at her a lot and made her cry and then she went to matt and he's like i'm sorry you can't be here and yeah, he no, it out. was just it was just a cheap ploy at um like drama on the show, but it came at the expense of the girls. Um Heather, Heather for walking in there and being braided and then we have to watch her cry and then yeah, it came at the expense of the audience who has to see this bullshit. I don't have much empathy for uh or pity for Heather, I don't know. Like why did you I felt bad that um I they were so curious. mad. I feel like they just they had a lot of anger that was for the producers and for the show that was redirected to Heather because that's the only person they could be mad at. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's been like, yeah, like three, four weeks in a row of this shit now. Yeah. Where they're like, new women, new new shit. They're like, yeah, they can't just get up and yell at the cameraman, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That would be good, though. I would love, I would, they wouldn't air it either if they did, which would suck. Yeah, I mean, they create a system, you know, in a way it's kind of similar to Colts. Yes. You you break down people's patterns and needs, and then you rebuild them, giving them, like, the resources that you want to give them. Mm-hmm. So they put these women there, and they basically teach them, you know, if you want things, if you want, like, uh, help throughout the process, or if you want things to be done for you, you better be a friend to the producer. Yeah. They also... I... <laughs> I was just thinking about how it's a, um, the, like, the, like, 
not only is it a constructed reality for us, but it's also a com- like a constructed reality for them, especially now that it's like also like quarantine style mm-hmm. bachelor and bachelorette. So like they're just like cooped up in this place with nobody but the production team and the other contestants and the bachelor, and it's mm-hmm. like I you just have this like completely different reality that you live in, and I think that's what made it easier for. Brie later on in the episode to leave her job is because like once you're in this like other separate reality for a couple weeks you're like oh yeah I'm just this is I am a hundred percent this is my life now like I'm yeah the bachelor nation it's v- part of the bachelor nation I we'll talk about Brie later but I have to say it's very hard for me to believe she had to resign her job I mean okay we'll get to it I will I'll explain later because I do have I have opinions and thoughts about it um anyway girls are real mean to a real mean to uh heather and it's real great i love it i oh jeff i I, I think i might cut in i might cut in all the mean things that they say because there's like please leave and i think it was good that they were mean because i think um i think these girls uh i think what you were saying there was in um drawing a fucking line i think they earned it I think they earned it. They were kind of just like, what the fuck are you talking about? These are the yeah. survivors. And then even look at all... The I'm survivors. Sure they, I'm sure they cut it, but I'm sure some of them looked off camera at the producers and other people and were like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. Yeah. Like, you guys, uh, there is like two days left in this show here. Mm-hmm. Um, um, they, they say you're bachelor hopping. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's really, oh my That's God. really funny. Uh... Heather's like really floundering to defend herself too. Yeah. I don't think she really knew all that. She thought she was going to come in and it was going to be all fine and good. And it's like, no, Heather, what the fuck? I just don't think she was built for, um, she's a little too nice and she wasn't built for the, uh, what she was going to get yeah, in return was, when she came nah, in. She didn't expect it to go that way. No. She, no. Yeah. She says, she's like, I didn't expect this to happen. And Serena sees like, talk about it in your interview. <laughs> yeah. Cause like, if it was somebody else, like if it was somebody who, I don't know. Um, if it was somebody else, that's more like, um, abrupt or at, f- forward, yeah. they would just be like, I don't give a shit that I'm here week seven. I'm mm-hmm. fucking here. And, <laughs> Like I'm gonna I'm gonna marry Matt or whatever. Yeah. But Heather's think, a little too soft. Yeah, weak personality. Do you think if she showed up uh like Week two, one or two? Like two well two weeks ago or like she alleged. When the other came, ladies did? Like well yeah. Oh, was that when she was supposed to show up with the other ladies, do you think? Mm, no, she showed up she showed up like a, a, according that. to them, week five. And they introduced or, either week four or five. Uh week three? Week four? Uh, I think it was week two. Maybe it was week three. I can't remember. Um, anyway. Anyway, Chris and Matt talk outside. Uh, it just felt like this is one of the only scenes where we get any extended Chris interaction. It kind of felt like they were just kind of bullshitting for reasons for Heather to be there. And then, uh, as we've all predicted predicted by now, uh, Matt goes and finds her and just sends her away. He's just like, hey, I'm really sorry you can't be here. Like, Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, he's basically, he's saying what the women are saying, too. Kind of like, uh, I just can't. Yeah, we can't. And I'm so far along with these other women in our relationships. I can't just bring you in. Mm-hmm. 
because I'm literally going to propose to someone in a week, and yeah. I'm going to propose to Rachel. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I yeah. When he was saying all that, I was like, all right, this dude's at least got like enough of a sense of what's going on. Yeah, yeah imagine if he was just like, yeah, uh, fuck, why not? Just join the cast. I'm fucking pilot Pete. I don't give a shit. Yeah, this yeah. is a joke. Uh, so, uh, right what, oh, so Heather drives off in the minivan. If I was rented. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So you rented a minivan for me, it's like, cool. Which I don't believe, because later they're in another car that's also a Dodge. Yeah, it's, it's Everything's a production car. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, she drives off, and then Matt comes in and apologizes to Piper that Heather kind of broke up their conversation. He apologizes to the whole group. Yeah, and then specifically to Piper. Oh, okay. And he was like, it was so rude. Yeah. Um, And then he asked her to go finish their convo, and Chelsea was like, that was so hot. Yeah, okay, <laughs> they were all like, that was so hot. He came back in and apologized. He apologized. I've never heard of a man apologizing before. Um, Chris Harrison comes in, starts the rose ceremony next. Uh, there's only five roses, six roses to give out now. Right. One at each point of the pentagram he has drawn on the floor. That's a yeah. hexagram. Hexagram. One in the center. <laughs> and uh, Piper and Michelle already have roses from their um, dates, their right. respective dates. Um, and the girls that get roses in order are uh, Bree and then Rachel. Mm-hmm. And then Serena P. And then Kit. And then it's Jasenia. Mm-hmm. Right? And then Abigail. Yes. Last. We lost um, Chelsea and Serena C. Which was a real a real rough one. I don't okay, I don't really I didn't much I didn't much care for Serena yeah. C. Dosvidania Serena C but um shaping up to be a new villain. But, but we do love Chelsea. Yeah. Chelsea was another one of the women I wanna say is probably too good for Matt. We yeah. this episode we lost a lot of the women that were too good for Matt. Which we is, did lose all our front runners. Which yeah. does make a lot of sense to me that we would lose them. He's got. Yeah, I think they were too good for him. I think he realized too. He's like, I got to take these girls down to my level. Yeah. (laughs) Um, You guys are fucking cramping my style. (laughs) So, um, we go to a commercial, and we come back to Abigail and Jacinia talking, just about what is it about? They're they're just stressed in the house. Well, right, because they're the only two that haven't had one on one. Oh so, yeah, that's why. So they yep. get the, uh, the the card shows up. And oh yeah, Chris came in. And he says good morning, and they all said good morning, sunshine. Good morning, right. sunshine. Good morning, Sunday morning. <laughs> all Nancy Pelosi style. Yeah. Um, so Serena P gets the one-on-one date. Yeah, which is for the second time this season. Yeah, which is a pretty pretty heavy-handed signal. Hot garbage. You not care for her? I don't, I don't not care for her more than I don't not care for the rest of her. No, I think she's fine. I just, um, I just, like, my love for Abigail grows every day. Right. I think it's a waste of a, a waste of a date. It is. It was a waste of a date. And it's, like, not only do the women, like, want one-on-one time with him, but we also, like, the viewers want to see these other women that they keep, like, ignoring. Yeah. <laughs> They're giving, like, no screen time to. Yeah, I want more of Abigail. I know we didn't we didn't see a single fucking date with her. Um, Upsetting. Yeah, like it really is. Just I feel like 
I really feel like that's what it is, is that, like, Matt gave her the first impression rose, and then subsequently just, like, forgot about her. Yeah, I mean, that's what he explains later. Yeah, that's, like, makes me want to bang my head against the wall, man. (sighs) I know. I would never forget about Abigail. Yeah, Uh, so they go to a date at a yoga, yoga. A yoga. At a yoga. At a yoga studio. With a yugi. Yugi Moto Yoga. Yeah, I don't. They get sent, the loser gets sent to the shadow realm if they drop their opponents. Are you like Midwestern? Are you like Midwestern Yu-Gi-Oh? Yeah. So in every market, they do Yugi in a different voice, so he feels more <laughs> natural to the area. He's localized. Oh my god. Localized. Yeah. If you're living localized in Wisconsin, if you, this is standard Yugi Moto for those who are in the greater uh, Midwestern area. So, they, so they go on this date. They go on this tantric yoga date. And they're gonna open up their chakras or whatever this crazy. Yeah, this white about. yoga instructor. Wow, yeah. ABC. Um, um, Serena expresses that it's not her ideal date, and I, I, um, I relate to that. Like this date is too. It's pretty horny. Close, yeah. It's it's too horny. It's is like she on the one where they had to write smut though. I don't, you know, I actually, I don't think she was. Okay. But this one is physically. She had the one on one that week, I think. I feel like she was, yeah. Yeah. I think this one is just like physically really close. And I mean, this is a dude you've gone on one date with. Yeah. 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 And she, she expresses, yeah, I just, like, take a little bit longer to open up, like, sexually and emotionally, like... And I also get not wanting to be that intimate in public, like, it's like... Yeah. I know, yeah, there, she had to do that... Bar? Come on. She had to do that in front of the cameras and this yoga instructor and, yeah. like... You know, just, like, I don't know. Sounds like a bad date, yeah. honestly. Yeah. yeah. Her, like, full spread eagle on his face, you know? <laughs> Maybe, like, hot yoga would be fun. You know, like a steamy Or just, room yeah, just yoga that be. doesn't include, That's like, sex poses. Room. Just do regular yoga. You yeah. Just do regular yoga. Yeah. Like, doesn't have to be horny. Yeah. So, I and that brings me to um, the next... Oh, actually, there's a little part before this. Um, so... She expresses that it was uncomfortable, and Matt's like, I've never sat that close and stared at someone's eyes for that long before. I felt yeah. naked. I felt naked. <laughs> yeah, really crazy thing to say. Yeah, crazy man. I don't know. They communicated well about it, though. Like, mm-hmm. he still was like, oh, you know, I don't know. She oh, yeah. Him, like, hey, this is not my favorite thing. And he was like, I get it. Yeah. He's like, I've never done something like that either, and I was into it, but whatever. Yeah, he is mostly appreciative that she actually said she didn't like it instead of just holding it in forever. Yeah. So that's good. That's a good sign from Matt. But I did, I did feel like I would hate to have to go on this date. Cause like, what are you gonna do? Like they could say, okay, you're doing yoga and you start doing the yoga because that's normal. But then it starts getting like sexual, and then you're like, uh. I don't think I could be. uh, I don't think I could. I don't think that could be a sexual thing for me because that woman said, "Okay, now bring your groins together." And bring like, your that, groins. That would not. That would not work for me. Yeah, that would not bring fly. your taints together. <laughs> All right, go ahead and spread your taint and stretch that asshole. How did? You know, like, how did he conceal his boner? Taped it to his thigh. <laughs> 
taped it? Put it up through his What kind of tape? He's on ketamine. He can't feel anything. What did she say? He's on ketamine. He can't feel anything. <laughs> yeah. Look at that many downers. Yeah, maybe he took like going. maybe he took some dick relaxers and <laughs> uh, just just had no boner. But I feel like you would with those poses they were doing. I don't know though. I wouldn't know. Simply wouldn't. Uh, the the group the group date card came and Piper, Michelle, Rachel, Brie, Kit, and Abigail are on the date, which leaves Jacinia to have the other one on one date. Yeah. That's the little info we had back at the house. Now, back to the Serena and Matt date. Matt, again, was thanking Serena for being honest that the date was uncomfortable to her. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Uh, and what happens? Oh, they're eating dinner, and I noticed it said they were, like, at the spa there at Nima Colon. And I was telling you guys, like, what if the second half of the date was intended to be, like, a spa right. date? But after she expressed that, like, the oh, sexuality, yeah. like, the really sensual dates are, like, uncomfortable for her, maybe they were like, okay, let's go ice skating then. Maybe. I don't know. Because what if it was, like, spa spa day, like, let's eat dinner, and then, like, let's go rub each other with oil. They go in the hot tub usually after dinner. Yeah. They have done the hot tub. But didn't she go in the hot tub last time? Yeah, and I think she's comfortable with the hot tub, but what if the spa date was, like, you are massaging each other or something? Why wouldn't they do that on Katie's one-on-one? Katie's? They actually were doing massage. Hmm. I think because he didn't have sexual chemistry with Katie. That's the truth. There, I I think they just have access to the spa and do a lot of stuff in that Mm. building because it's like cleared out. Maybe maybe it's just on the floors. Yeah, Yeah. the grounds. I think it's just just part of the maybe 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 other people in Bachelor Nation noticed this. I I just looked at the internet like for a little bit after we watched the episode and I didn't see anybody mention it. But maybe I'll keep my eyes out and see if other people. have a similar theory okay all right not like it matters but it's just something i'm curious about um anyway she gets the rose and they go ice skating yeah um so for this group date that uh, wait we came back from the commercial though and matt Matt was on the peloton again this whole season's been a peloton ad yeah it's all ads um group dates just cocktails yeah (laughs) It's just a cocktail party, apparently. Like, it's not a real There is no day portion. I, this is where they really start to stra- the drag out the episode, because the next hour of the episode was just him taking each of these women, you know, step, uh, stealing them away for a second. Um, and he mm-hmm. kind of starts it out, two things. Okay, he starts it out by saying that uh, some, of the, some of these relationships have plateaued. Yeah. P-L-I-T-O-T-O-A-D. Plateaued. He's saying um, plateau. I know, but he he said plateaued. Plateau. 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 <laughs> I need you to run for president, man. Yelling plateau in the in the Conor O'Malley Beto voice. Plateau. <laughs> I need you. you to destroy Kratos. I need you to get Aristotle for me. Um, He's in this fucking cave. This is a different guy. Okay, and my other thing is, uh, he says, he, the, the whole, like, theme of this date, I guess, because they're not having an activity, the activity is, like, okay, sell yourself to me, because you're the women I didn't know if I wanted to keep or not, or whatever. Because, like, he just tells them- Sell me them, this pen. What? 
I'm gonna give you this pen. Sell me this pen. He just Wolf from of Wall Street. Wolf of Wall Street. To her, but to a date. Yeah. Sell me this pen. So sell so, me your soul. Come on. So sell me. So sell me yourselves. Why should I keep you around? Huh? Says so if there's something you want to talk about, let's get to it. And I'm like. <laughs> I know he's getting a little cocky, a little, <laughs> little crazy with the the, like, the eliminations and it's, shit. It's time, yeah. I he was acting very radically this episode. Left yeah, I don't think he even wants to be on this show. No, he found his 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 little wife Rachel. Right, he's yeah, ready said, to jump. He's ready to go. Like you were watching it, you said they were like they were. He definitely chose Rachel from the get go, and I'm starting to see yes. that now too. But like the producers were like, "No, we are not doing another Glacier season. No." Yeah, <laughs> bro, we will. Bro, we we will, will fucking come down on you. you know, yeah, they did their best to to edit it to make it look. We like will. That was not the truth, but it yeah. does. It just rings true. Um, all of the women immediately stress out when he says that. Right, of course. Mm-hmm. And then he takes them each away one by one, and he goes, how are you? And then they go, I'm stressed out, man. I'm fucking pissed. Because you're doing crazy shit. Yeah, um, he talks to Bree. Talks to Bree. Now we can talk about yeah, this. okay, who tells him that she quit her job to stay on the show, which is insane to me. Don't do that. Yeah, <laughs> then, don't. Um, he fucking kills her. Oh, I would hope not. No, he's the one. No, that's when he started thinking. Oh fuck, I can't let her go now, right? So he keeps her. She's on. Yeah, she stays. She lives for this episode. So this is so. so kill her next time. Yeah. So what I could find about uh, Bree, and I'll do more digging later. But she was a communications manager for a like big tech company, and. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I mean, I don't have, I didn't work for big tech, but I worked for a large company with people that had her type of position and those places almost always, if it's like a big tech company, I'm guessing, I should have looked up where she lives, but I'm guessing it's Facebook, Twitter, Google, one of those, those. they typically will have unlimited PTO. Like, and when they say unlimited, they mean it. Why would I go to work? Oh, well, that's the thing. You got to keep the unlimited PTO, so it means like you can take long vacations, but as long as you're willing to crunch and do things like that. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I'm just confused. I'll crunch. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the unlimited PTO thing can be really nice, but it does mean yeah, you're crunching projects that take like three weeks into two weeks, so you yeah. can take your week off, you know. Are they... Oh, uh, it's car salesman logic, dude. I worked yeah. with so many dudes who would work three weeks straight so they could take a week, maybe a couple extra days off in, like, California every single week. Or not every single week, every, every month. month yeah. yeah. Do they get paid for being on The Bachelor? Mm, I don't believe so. Stipend? I don't like, believe so. No. Um, I guess you can put it into sponsorships. And could whatnot. be minimal payment um should have quit her job i'm saying yes girl don't quit your job it is for matt james (laughs) really and then he fucking he just i mean it was it i felt bad i felt the slap in the face when he after talking to her gave the rose to rachel yeah yeah (laughs) i I mean it just sucks if you're gonna 
have like your choice picked out, planned out, like from from early on. You can't be giving her the group date rose. You got to give mm-hmm. her a rose during the ceremony and just always give it to her first or whatever. Just make sure she's always getting a rose. You can't be giving her the group date rose because you need that for other people, dude. He's bad at this. Um, yeah, he's I just lazy. I just don't think he cares anymore. I think he just is like kind of ready to go home. Yeah, right. he's just kind of berserker mode, throwing <laughs> women away left and right. Um, then he talks to Abigail. Yeah, and Abigail wanted to confront him about not getting any one-on-ones right, and she does, but then she kind of swerves from being upset about it to uh, saying that she just feels really, really excited. She's very excited to be with him, and I'm like, that's really sweet. <coughs> She's so excited to just be around him, and then he's like, well... And then uh, he's like, boom, um, I haven't really, like, progressed with you, basically. Yeah, and it's like, well, duh. You didn't give her the time. He was like, I had a strong connection with you at first, and that was so strong that I felt it was safe to explore other women. Yeah. (laughs) So I did, and now I no longer am interested in you. So I'm gonna throw you out like an old toy. Yeah, way too, um... Way to traumatize this girl for a long time. Um, That's it was just fucked up. It was really fucked. That's so rude. We'll miss you, Abigail. I love her. She. You were our choice. So you want to know what she said? That just um, I mean, I told, I said before, she just says things that break me. Yeah. You know. So she said this week. I'm the kind of girl that makes men realize what they want next, but then never they never want that with me. Horrible. Taking psychic damage. That's literally the plot of Hitch, isn't it? I I have not seen Hitch. He's the man. What every woman dates him and she realizes what she wants next. No, and it's not him. The plot is literally um Every woman that dates him, uh, after they break up with him, they meet the man they fall in love with and get married to. And then okay. it goes on for like okay. two hours. Okay. Yeah. That's a good thing. Um, it is pretty I good feel it, it's it's a real story. It is a real story. It happens like a lot to of, people. That's why it was, uh, yeah, that's why it was relatable. I think that's I've never seen Hitch. Maybe I should watch it, though. I don't think that was Hitch. I think that's He's the Man. <laughs> um, he, she's the man? He's with the Amanda Bynes? Man. I think it's He's the Man. Hitch is about, um... Hitch is with, uh... Will Smith. That's Hancock. It's also Hitch. <laughs> He's also in Hitch. Fuck, dude, Hitch I don't movies. remember what this movie's called, but I think it's also, um, Will Smith, but I can't remember what this movie's called right now. Anyways, Matt walks back into the group date after walking Abigail <sighs> out and sits down there and is just like, So, I just walked Abigail out. As if those women were not stressed out enough. I guess they could have inferred it from her not walking back in, but, like, whatever, dude. Send her home in the middle of a group date, I guess. Um, uh, he mentioned something about, like, I'm not going to lead her on. I'm like, dude, you've... I feel like you let her on for, like, two weeks too long. like, seven weeks. You could have let her go, like, two or three weeks ago, and it would have been a little bit more fine and less traumatizing. Yeah, but this is... <laughs> This is the tough cuts. Here we are. I hate it. I, I just hate it. It feels like they all it. forgot that hometowns were coming up. They like, they live. I don't know. You're living in your COVID reality over there. They don't have any. They don't know what's going on outside of their house. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I I hope to see Abigail in the uh, with feet in the sand at uh 
at Bachelor in Paradise. Feet in the sand, as they say. Yes. Um, oh, I was going to say, too, Heather Heather is 100% going to be in Bachelor in Paradise. This was her re-entry into the franchise. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this, is her, this was her bid to be on Bachelor in Paradise, and she's going to be there for sure, and whoever... I bet there will be a little, just like literally a one-day tiff between her and one of the women from this season that were there, and were like... Fuck you, Heather. Basically, they'll be good. Yeah, they'll be they'll be in Call Bachelor it. in Paradise together. We'll market it. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm placing I'm going to Las Vegas, putting money on it. <laughs> gotcha. Um, maybe I was thinking of Hitch. I'm not entirely sure. That's not the My plot God. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> you heard both of us said never seen Hitch. Never seen Hitch. Don't know. I fucking know. I wanted to clear it's with it up the, for the listeners. Not I'm pretty for sure, you guys. I'm, stop thinking about yourselves. Hitches with uh, Will Smith and uh, Kevin James. Correct, but I can't remember if the B plot of this movie is that he becomes Hitch because he is really great at meeting women and wooing them, uh, but they always leave him and then they start dating someone else and they fall in love with that person. So he becomes a dating coach, or if he's just a dating coach. Because he's afraid of love. I cannot remember the exact plot. And if maybe there's a second mm. movie that has this other people. Am I? No. No, I'm not. You're thinking of Don't Mess with the Zohan. <laughs> oh, that's right. I'm thinking of Uncut Gems. You're thinking so. of a Beer Fest. <laughs> yeah, now I'm we're talking about real bad. good movies. All right. I'm thinking about Superbad. I'm thinking about Superbad. Uh, Matt and Rachel are talking, and Matt is basically just confirming to her that she's the one, basically. Like, yeah, you're like my perfect marshmallow. You're like a little moon. If I could pick you up out of a field and then throw you into my hands, I would. If you were the ocean, I would drink you. If you were the sky, I would rip you out. If you were, uh. the, if you were a volcano, I would plug you. <laughs> plug plugging rachel if you were a bug oh i would God. rip your legs off one by one mm. uh, anyways i can't i can't stand rachel magga yeah. rachel uh he sits and he talks with kit who is oh my god, oh my god. <laughs> kit has, he goes on a little rant about how she's like oh, I, you know if we got married i would uh i'd still have to finish school and then i want to travel around and do all this stuff and do all this stuff and then uh, and then I'll, a long time down the road maybe i'll, settle I'll have down kids on 25 and 26 and have kids and it's just like just hit all three of us right in the balls and they're just like oh my god it's got like rich people's illusion where she's like yeah, so you do X, Y, and Z, and life happens in stages. And well, life. yeah, she she's she can afford to have any life she wants. Right. Well, she's doing this like fucked up brain poison thing where you're like, well, I'd like to be with you, and I would like to spend the time exploring that, but that doesn't mend well with this fucking fictitious plan I've made for uh, a life that I think I can control every aspect of. Mm-hmm. Uh, which maybe you can because her f- parents are very wealthy, but like uh, some things are still like gonna. I don't. I don't know. Just like substituting possible human relationships for uh, the possibility of mm. nothing or yeah. whatever. I don't know. It just seems like tragedy befalls everyone, even the rich. Yeah, but, it's just yeah. like so. Like I don't know. Like gross to see people who are like so repulsed by basically like being vulnerable i think 
that's what that was to me. I think if she wants to live that type of life too, like getting married at 22 or 21, whatever she is, is not going to be conducive to that, right? Like Maybe don't go on the bachelor kit. That too. Well, yeah, I mean, this was to boost out. her brand, you yeah. know. So. Then she figures it out this episode. Yeah. She, um, she put on her best acting hat and acted like it was hard to leave. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but she, but all in all, she's gonna be fine no matter she's where fine. she goes. I don't, who I cares? Think our goal should be to destroy the bachelor. Yeah, yeah. We're, we are. We we're tearing be. it down. We are the our, the, the ba- ABC hates to have us out here talking about them. I <laughs> so we should start is... every episode we publish. You guys should add ABC on Twitter. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah I'm gonna okay. start. Published a new episode of at ABC's <laughs> Bachelor. Yeah, that'd be good. <laughs> Someone in there might start listening to it. We will destroy you, Chris Harrison. Uh, I will come for you. I planted the story about Rachel Kirkconnell. Kirkconnell. I took the photos. It was me. Yes. I planted flags in her home. (laughs) I'm pretty good at, like, Photoshop. I could, like... We could really destroy her. Photoshop her to look like the devil. Parody satire. We are not going to destroy her (laughs) with a nuclear missile. Or Photoshop. Oh my god, what if I photoshopped, like, nuclear missiles in the background of, like, her selfies at her house? <laughs> really, she's hiding WMDs. Oh my god, what's that flag in the back, the flag in the background of her photos? Everyone thinks it's MAGA, but it's black, it's got a little bit of white lines, oh my god, it's ISIS. <laughs> oh my god, if I put an ISIS flag, that would just, like... <sighs> you might be able to get away with it. That would tear... <laughs> I think you would the, the thought I think of it is threats. so funny. I think you would get threats. From Why? The Bachelor Nation. Why, Jeff? Because they <laughs> they love America and hate ISIS. Because yeah, she would get threats because she has an ISIS flag in her house. Oh, you're right. Sorry, I have to. I have started forcing the realism. Yeah. Wait. No. If this wait. If this becomes too real, I might have to stand her for uh, supporting the the free caliphate of coming georgia <laughs> yeah <laughs> um, i'm gonna start calling her the only isis member in georgia the only isis <laughs> member the ISIS. date rose yeah oh yeah she got the date rose and uh matt was like all y'all other girls gotta go home and i'm gonna dance with rachel in the other room that's right when i speak of the haters and losers i do so with much love, <laughs> much love. <laughs> it's not their fault that they were born fucked, fucked up, up. <laughs> it's not your fault you didn't get a rose doesn't that that sounds fault. like that sounds like a morton joe for mad max fury road the way he says that the the like it's not their fault they're born that oh, way yeah <laughs> oh, sorry anyways um, um what was happening quits next? the next morning on account of oh yeah wait aloe black was was oh, performing yeah. in the other room and um that's the only band on this show i've ever seen that i actually have heard of never heard of them i played you guys that song <laughs> never heard it before that too that's not true. I probably heard it, it in passing, kind of but it didn't it didn't remind me of anything. It okay. kind of familiar. It was on the radio for like three years straight, but it was like five years ago. I've gone like ten years without really listening to music radio. NPR. Oh, NPR. oh Jeff. Oh did you? K E X P sometimes. Are, we are er- erudites. We got we work out at You're the library. Troglodytes. Yeah, I fucking work out at the library of kingdomleaks.org. I work out at the library. 
That's yeah. what I said. That was uh, that's what we that's what we do. We're smart men. I work at the we library. Work at the library. Kingdomweeks.org. I listen to fucking the. I go click Deathcore album download. Okay, smart men. Mm-hmm. Let's go. Um, uh, the other women are pissed off. They're all just sitting there crying. Yeah, they were. They did make him sit in that room. He like, synced up the their wall. cycles, and now they're all fucking going through it together. <sighs> okay. Just well, kidding. That's... They're all on birth control, and they're probably on the good shit. The g- <laughs> you don't know shit. You literally don't know anything. No, no, no. <laughs> they're all on the super. They're on bachelor. the really, really good designer birth control. <laughs> yeah, they're in the bachelor birth control that makes you fucking extra crazy. Okay. It's got more hormones in it. Uh, pushes your periods all to week eight. Sinking is like a thing that can happen. I know. But. I don't know if do those women are synced. It's only been seven weeks. I think it has to do with joking. the moon and the tides. That's what I was taught. I think it has to do with your sun sign. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, this ends our misogyny corner. Now let's. Get also, back to the I kind of think. Well, yeah, it's your guys' misogyny corner. This uh, is my were... misandry corner over here. <laughs> <laughs> well, you... I'm sorry, you were joining us. I, no, I'm I'm the one saying your your birth control theories are wrong. They're not theories; they're jokes. <laughs> jokes are theories. <laughs> Just like gravity and evolution. That's right. Both jokes. jokes. <laughs> yes. Um, so I don't think I I think synchronizing periods is less of a thing, and it's more of a. Um, People's birth control will put them on semi-irregular schedules, and then they'll just end up happening at the same time. I think uh, syncing happens when you take two different cards uh, in your deck that, uh, like a synchro monster, like a dragon and an XYZ dragon cannibal cannon. That's polymerization. That's not synchronization. No, I couldn't remember the fucking later Yu-Gi-Oh cards, and you ruined this bit by not yes-anding. God fucking damn. I am yes ending by cocking about you. No, you're no ending, goddamn asshole. That's not. I I think this whole this whole podcast should be no ending. (laughs) Yes ending is for theater kids. It'll be so funny. (laughs) What happens next? Uh, Okay, Justenia goes on her date. No, quit. Kit leaves. Oh, that's what I said. I said quit. Kit. Kit quits on account of. Kit quit. Kit. Kit quits. Kit. Kid leaves. Kid leaves. Kid leaves because I can't even really discern why. She, doesn't she says, certain. like, how the fuck am I supposed to let you propose to me next week? <laughs> Fair enough. Good enough answer. Good enough answer, kid. Goodbye. Yeah. Weird uh, show to be on. Bad, bad premise for a show. The next morning, Jacinia, that, yeah, Jacinia leaves for the date, and that, that car pulls up drifting to her. Right, and they go on a drift date, which is a thing that I have done. I made a note of that. Yeah, with your friends. Yeah, when you take your you you get some girls, some some cute girls, you get in your cars and you go down to the abandoned uh, casino parking lot down in Tacoma, and you get going real fast and you whip your parents Subaru Outback as hard as you can around in a circle. Oh, drift date. Y'all go ah! The girls go ah! They think you're real cool, even though there's. Even though no, it's a Subaru Outback. It's a Subaru Outback and there's like... Zero percent danger. Yeah, there's like nothing around you to hit or anything. But they go, ah, we're going so fast. Yeah. It's a good one. It works every time. Which is too bad because Matt just... 
didn't have a good enough, didn't work for him this time, I guess, because he says just send you home. Yeah, yeah. He took her on a date that required, like, almost no physical touch. She Did you notice that? She had to initiate the, like, intimacy. Remember, she, like, laid on the car hood. She, like, asked oh, him to put her on the car oh, hood. Oh, I didn't even think about that. I was just Yeah, like, she had to initiate it. that he, like, threw her onto there, and that's all I could think about. I was like, yeah, he did throw her kind of hard. <laughs> she was like, hey, I want to try something. And he's like, what? What? Okay. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and then she, yeah, like, kind of initiated the kissing and stuff, so you can tell she was gone. She was gone. He, and he, he keeps doing the thing where he picks up the rose at the, at the end of the one Rude, rude. And he's, like, talking about how much good of a time he had, and then he's like, and that's why I can't give you this rose, and he puts it back down, it's like, dude, just, you don't have to pick it up, you know, you don't have to pick it up. Dude, he picked it up, and she was, like, smiling so hard, and I was like, oh, this is gonna, this hurts, yeah. Producer off screen, hey, Matt, dude, I bet you won't pick up the rose again. You fucking pussy, I bet you won't pick up the rose again. Yeah, we're we're pumping 50 cc's of laughing gas into the room. Can you make, can you give me a double shot of my drink later? Thank you. Yeah. I'll fucking do it. Like, yeah, before every day, though. Like, yeah, Making yeah. bets on, like, <laughs> yeah. trying to fucking pressure him into things. He's like, nah, be, yeah, but I gotta get some extra nice socks soon. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, can you bring me another Peloton? More Pelotons. <laughs> yeah, I need, like, three Pelotons. <laughs> me and Rachel want a Peloton together later. Um, Jacinny was, like, whipping the car. It was cool. It was cool. I'm happy they le- they had her drive first. It was cool. Feminism. Feminism, Feminism corner. Um, Girls can drive cars too, they says. Apparently. Um, Dodge Hellcat, for those wondering. Yeah, I think... Matt looked uh, enthralled. When they were doing that? Yeah, when she was driving. He was like... It's definitely a car for barstool sports style, man. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What was it, Cheese? It's a fucking Dodge Hellcat SRT. Yeah. Hellcat's a stupid name for everything. Sure is. Hellcat is like to charge a Hellcat. It's like the name of your uh, shitty, shitty biker gang. Yeah, it's dude, what we should have named Polly. We're the fucking we're the <laughs> Hellcats. We're the Darkness Death Squad. We're the fucking I'm I'm Vegeta Evil. We're the Jets. <laughs> I'm Chaos Dragon. You're a Hellcat, you're a Hellcat all the way. It's like a gamer tag. Yeah, 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 that's what it is. That's what I was trying to capture X, with Chaos Dragon and like... Capital X, lowercase x, underscore, Hellcat, underscore. Hellcat is x, like... Capital X. That's like what Kaniki would name his car. Yeah. <laughs> that's what Anyways, Bowser would name Greece. his car. Yeah, from Greece. Uh, yeah, so they had the night portion of the date. And I was going to say, like, why did they... They spoiled this for us because they showed the footage. After Serena P went on her one-on-one date, they showed the clip of the um, staff member coming in and pick up... Yeah, picking up a suitcase. So we already knew she was going to get kicked off. Before the commercial. ABC's so sloppy about this shit. It's, like, driving me crazy. No, that's drama. We should make our own building drama show. Build our own bachelor show. No. Yes. We'll film it uh, documentary style. Did you know that The Bachelor, ABC goes around and does stage productions of The Bachelor? How? What do they, they do? They get one bachelor guy, and then they get a, um, a group of women from the town they're doing the episode in. 
And they do, like, a miniature version of The Bachelor season just on stage in, like, three hours. That's pretty crazy. I would love to go to one. (laughs) (laughs) Not to be a contestant, just to watch. Polly came to join us. So, yeah. I hate that they spoiled that for us. Uh, Jacinia says she's falling in love with Matt, and Matt says bye. He says, he says thank you. <laughs> yeah, Matt he does say thank you. Yeah. So polite of him. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> uh, thanks. Yeah, and then he, yeah, she leaves. That's always what you want to hear. Um, then we go into the rose ceremony. Five, five women. Oh, I need to, wait, I think we kind of mentioned this, but I want to bring it back up, but that girl Heather drove herself out in the white minivan, and that is so fucking funny. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she had to get in the own her own minivan and drive out. And they still had a camera in the fucking in it and it showed her like crying as she started driving away, which is extra rude. She yeah. Had to stop I don't know what she back to someone. I don't know what she did, but the producers do not like her right now. Or they or maybe they're just capitalizing on it. They're like she's expendable. We can make her a laughing stock. Maybe they were trying to end the bachelor. Maybe they're trying to end it. Maybe they're trying to implode it by the 25th season. Hmm. Mayhaps. Uh, long game. So we have the rose ceremony. There's five women. Rachel and Serena already have roses. So there are two roses to give Yeah. Them. And they were given to Bree and then Michelle. So, so we lost Piper. Piper gets to go home. Pee-pee pipey. Pee-pee poo-poo. Uh, she does not... She gives him a hug there in the thing, and he walks her out, right? Yeah, right, and, and then she jumps in the in the Denali in the or the Escalade, and she it's says, gone. Fuck you, Matt! You goddamn waste of my time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she was looking really nice. I liked her dress. She was uh, another of the girls that I think was uh, too smart for Matt. A little bit, yeah. I think she was the last of our Pacific Northwest women. She's from Happy Valley, Oregon. That's right. I'm sad. Um, she was she was cool, but I think yeah, she was. She I mean she mentioned there. She said this is not what like I'm usually like. I don't typically just blindly follow emotions and feelings. Yeah. So like for her to do that was like really out of character, and she's just pissed that she's gone basically. Yeah, she kind of looked like she was out of out of character the whole time though. She looked she was. Uh, I would say that now I knowing that looking back on how she acts, it's like she looked she was like struggling to be open emotionally present. putting putting a lot of work into it doing it but still putting a lot of work into just it. putting her present. out of her comfort zone Polly. Um, um so that was the end of the episode but we got previews of hometowns next week and it looks like matt and it looks like matt and rachel are skydiving and it looks like they may crash i think you're out of the room jeff uh, yeah, but it looks like they crash pretty hard yeah Ooh. i think rachel's dead Oh my god. Damn, that's why she couldn't make an announcement yeah. about her racist oh. actions. Yeah, that's why they burned the cross later. It was her grave. She wanted yeah. to be cremated like a Viking. That's or why something. they burned the cross. <laughs> okay. I don't know what it's about. And then we got bloopers of Serena cracking Michelle's back. You didn't see that either, Jeff. I did not. She comfortable, I'm not gonna lie. It she got a good crack out. It was mm-hmm. good. You can hear it through the the mic they have on. Yeah. Oh my god. And then, uh, oh, and they were in, like, their dresses, too. Oh, I figured it was, like... Like, really tight dresses, too, and Serena's, like, trying to, like, crack her back, and she's like, I can't do it in this dress. Mm -hmm. But then, uh... They were back-to-back, and they're like... 
No, uh, Michelle was laying face down on the floor, and Serena was, like, with her hands together, like, pushing on her, like, top of her neck. And, um, then after that, after the rose ceremony, there's a part in the bloopers where Michelle is like, before we toast, I just want to make sure I look good, so I'm gonna bust out five, uh, push-ups right now. (laughs) And she does, she just gets down and starts doing her push-ups. That's so funny. That's good for her. Good move. I bet it was funny. I bet she did look better. Stuff is happening than we think. What? Well, your veins are pulsing. No, I don't know. You know how guys happening. just say that. No, guys do that too, I gotta though. Go, I gotta get a That's pump. Not, yeah, no, that's a real thing. It, it, yeah. What? Because you get the blood flowing. Yeah, yeah it makes your, your muscles, muscles swell. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um. So, what is that? What is the? What are our four finalists here in hometowns? Bree, Michelle, Rachel, and Serena. Not a single one we predicted. I predicted Rachel. Oh, you did? Oh. In the first episode. Damn. None and now I'm pissed. I, I'm angry that I accidentally set my prediction because she sucks. Yeah, we'll see how hometowns go. We're going to bring a little bit of coming Alabama <laughs> to Georgia. Uh, coming Georgia. They'd rather be coming than going. I'd rather be going than coming. Oh. <laughs> uh they're all going. They're flying them back to their hometowns to get COVID? No, I think no, they're bringing their families to Nematoden. Okay, that makes more sense. Yeah. Same as what they did for Tasha's portion of the season. Well, that's it for this episode of Rose Ceremony. That's right. Um, yep. You can uh, follow our podcast on Instagram at Rose underscore Ceremony and on Twitter at Rose Ceremony Pod. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can follow me at Listen to Bolt Thrower on Instagram if you like pictures of Warhammer minis, or you just find me funny. This week uh, I'm gonna plug biking in the snow. Um, well, you know, actually I'm gonna plug bike bicycle fenders. They keep you dry. Mm-hmm. Pretty nice. If you had a bike and it rains or it snows. You oh wait, yeah, some. it snowed about eight inches in Seattle. Yeah, it was pretty crazy. Climate um, change sure is something. It snowed mm-hmm. basically right on Friday night. So we got a nice little weekend, and it's kind of all melted, well, sort of, uh, by Monday, and uh, pretty cool. Look at that. It's pretty cool. It was pretty cool. I got a day off Anyways, bike fenders, um, they keep your ass dry, and that's, you can't, you, that's worth every penny. Yeah. You can't put a price on that. You can't put a price on that. Actually, you can, 80 bucks. You want to plug anything, Lindsay? Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at LindsayLosers. And you already said the podcast. Oh, wait. Who's tonight's big loser? Real quick. Big loser. There's a lot of losers tonight. But who's tonight's big, oh. big loser is Probably Heather. 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 Heather, you are tonight's big loser. That's you... right. And as always, she wait. shouldn't have gotten eliminated. Didn't she didn't even get our... eliminated. She wasn't even a contestant. I know. That's right. She really showed up and got oh, berated yeah, for 10 minutes. Even a contestant. Yeah, okay, that does make you a big loser. I'm going to yeah. plug Polly as well. Yeah, Polly. I'm going to plug Polly. He's having a good time on the floor. I can tell he's trying to fuck with my cable again. Uh, all right. I think that's Until all, that's all I got. Yeah. Don't, Don't get eliminated. eliminated.